0: a little dog is color
1: Got myself a little dog, it's color white.
0: Maman, ça se lift, j'y rigole.
2: Welcome to the 100th episode of Tracks from Abroad. My name is Alex Troxel. I'm here with my co-host. Seth Martosh. Seth has had a, a rough weekend. Yeah. Uh, been a bit under the weather, right? That is true. It's uh, It's been a
3: rough weekend, you yeah. might say.
2: Yeah. And well, you know, the, the effect is just that You sound like a seasoned radio expert at this point. Yeah, I
3: think I might have to keep my voice like this, maybe. (laughs) Depends on how the ratings come in after this episode.
2: Yeah, possibly. It definitely gives you uh, an air of authority, I would say. Okay, good to know. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, in case you're new to uh, Tracks from Abroad, this is a show where every week we speak to students and sometimes artists uh, with a background from somewhere beyond Canada, beyond Toronto, really, is, is what we shoot for. And we try and learn a bit about their culture uh, just through talking with them, listening to their music, discussing the role that music plays in their culture. Yeah. For example, we're going to Mauritius this week.
3: Yes, we spoke with Haney, who is actually, also you'll hear about a little bit later, but is a volunteer at the radio station as well. Yeah. That's kind of how we uh, connected with her. Mm
2: -hmm. And
3: uh, she tells us about the small island nation off the coast of Africa, but not really. African, yes. Is What she she was very adamant about.
2: Yeah. Well, as we'll we'll learn, the people of Mauritius come from a whole, you know a whole mix of different places. Exactly. Not unlike Toronto, dare sure. I say. So yeah, uh, we'll hear a little bit about how. I was particularly interested in how, you know, I, I assumed that DJ culture would be a big part of Mauritius mm. because you know like beach sound. It's a tourist destination. Right. Beach sound has that sort of DJ sound. But I didn't expect it to be something that was like really part of the identity right of the people of Mauritius. It seems something. like it's
3: it's akin to being like you said, like a pop star. Yeah. Or like a big, you know, musical icon. It's like the mm-hmm. DJ has a big status.
2: Exactly. So we'll hear from some Mauritian DJs, we'll hear their music at least later mm-hmm. on the show. But without further ado, let's just get into the interview with Haney. This is Tracks from Abroad on CIUT eighty nine point five FM.
4: So I came here when I was four. So, um, in Mauritius, I went to school there for only a year and then I also had a dog in Mauritius. Oh yeah? Yeah, everyone had a dog in Mauritius. Really? <laughs> yeah. And he was very dangerous. Yeah. The dog was dangerous? Yeah, he usually guards the house. Okay, what type he- of dog? A German Shepherd did,
3: a so did family. the dog come with no oh. had
4: to, like give him to someone else another family and I miss him so much and I don't think I ever saw him again
3: wow that is kind of sad yeah
4: so we moved here when I was four and then we just settled and basically it
3: do you remember at all your time there or you a little too young maybe
4: I only have memories of my dog, the dog. <laughs> yeah I remember the last time I saw him they drove him away like my family drove him away to somewhere else and he looked back at us and like a movie yeah that was the last thing I remember
3: wow yeah do you have a dog now no so that was just the one and then that was like the sad moment
4: yeah because like in Mauritius it it doesn't snow so like we can take him on walks and stuff in Mauritius but here in the winter you know it's a lot of responsibility
3: but you said a lot of people have a dog
4: in Mauritius yeah why We have a lot of stray dogs, too, so some people just, like, adopt them. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. We have a lot of dogs there.
3: So then, you know, you grew up here, and now you're at the university, and what are you studying at the university?
4: So I'm studying French teaching Mm -hmm. and books and media. I want to be a French teacher. And I grew up speaking French. I went to a fully French elementary school and then I switched to French immersion, so French and English, and my English really improved then, so my mom's a French teacher, and I want to be one too, just like her.
3: What else about teaching or, like, the French language inspires you?
4: Well, mostly what inspired me is just, I just love kids, Mm -hmm. and, like, I notice because these days, you know, they're always on their phone, like, (laughs) I want to change that, like, I want to make a difference in their lives, so, yeah, I really, I really love kids, and I want to them.
3: Have you done any other jobs working with kids?
4: Um, yeah I volunteered okay. at a school for a daycare and they love me so much already. That's good. So I can imagine when I'm older and how much they love me too.
3: You said you went all over the island. If somebody was visiting Mauritius where would you tell them to go?
4: The beaches at the north are my favorites. Uh, most tourists visit the south because there's a lot of touristic areas mm-hmm. but the beaches in the south are not my favorites. Okay and also the airport is in the south, so most people would just stay in that area. But the north is, in my opinion, the best yeah. and just better. And we have the capital of Mauritius, Port Louis, and it's a very touristic place. And we also have smaller islands around Mauritius. Okay. And a lot of people take boats and visit another island. Mm-hmm. And how and big
3: is like the tourism industry there?
4: Very. I think it's one of, the main, mm-hmm. one of the main industries. A lot of tourists every year, right. a lot of resorts.
3: Are the people from Mauritius happy that a lot of tourists come? Or do they also maybe get a little annoyed with them at times?
4: I think it's very separate, the mm-hmm. Mauritians and the tourists, because the tourists, they go to beaches and yeah. resorts and touristic places. But Mauritians, they're, just, they're not going to visit touristic areas mm-hmm. a lot.
3: And so you said you have a lot of family still in Mauritius. Yes. What was it like for your parents to come here?
4: We felt very lonely and left out now. Right. In Mauritius, we have all the weddings and parties, events. And if we were in Mauritius, we would have been invited to those parties. But here is just a few Mauritian friends. It's not the same. But at the same time, it's also good that we're away from them. There's just drama sometimes, family yeah. problems, dealing with all those things going on. And when we're here in Canada, it's just us. Right. We're just focus on us and our life. Because in Mauritius, everyone's so curious about your life and what you're doing.
3: Do you find there's less privacy or just due to the fact there's maybe less people as well?
4: Yeah, in is you have no privacy. Everyone knows what you're doing. Mm. Even if you don't tell anyone, somehow they'll know. Yeah. So in Canada, you can keep everything private, <laughs> which is really good.
3: Yeah. Is there a big Mauritian community in Canada, in Toronto at all?
4: Yeah, in Toronto, we have um, Mauritian events, okay. but not as much anymore. And we also have Mauritian friends, so right. we never feel too alone
3: at these types of events would you hear any traditional Mauritian music, things like that as well?
4: Oh yes. Yeah. Like only only Mauritian music. We call it Sega. Okay. Sega music. But it's always the same Sega songs. Okay. Every time. But no one gets like tired of it. It's the they same love it. dances, same songs all the time.
3: What makes Sega music different?
4: It's just the way we dance. It's it's fun. Like we move our hips a lot. Okay. I can't do that. But it's just very fun, a lot of energy.
3: I think that's a good time to take a music break. Would you be able to recommend a Sega song, perhaps, that we could listen to?
4: Yes, uh, this song was rated number one in Mauritius in 2022, I think. It's called Zoli, which means pretty in French or, like, in English, yeah.
3: All right, well, we're going to have a listen to Zoli by JSB Morning Game, and we'll be back on Tracks from Abroad with more chat with
2: Haney. We're going to briefly interrupt your regularly scheduled programming here just to mention that we actually heard the song Zoli that Haney just mentioned at the top of the hour so instead right here we're going to play a song by Bluey who's actually a very well-respected long-time jazz and funk uh, musician. He's released 15 albums as part of the band Incognito but he's got a an album out recently, uh, within the last couple of years, that blends that uh, sort of Mauritian house sound with a bit of funk and disco influences. So we're gonna play that for you right here on Tracks From Abroad. Hello and welcome back to Tracks from Abroad. We're speaking with Haney today from Mauritius. Haney, you mentioned that you have a a Mauritian pride. Could you tell us a bit about that?
4: Yeah, I think uh, it's very unique to be born in an island. Everyone's always impressed and stuff. So I've always been proud of Mauritius, but I think it's just the people in Mauritius. Like I get disappointed how we are sometimes and it's just kind of like embarrassing because we have a beautiful island and our people should be nicer (laughs) and more welcoming. Mm
2: i mean you just said it's embarrassing so i don't really want to press you on it but could you like elaborate or or a little bit or
4: like the way we act and like how we're always so curious about other people's lives and like we mentioned like no privacy Mm. at all and it's just it's not nice
2: do you think that's just sort of developed from living on like an island maybe like you just have that sort of smaller tighter knit community
4: maybe i think like in canada it's, it's a big country and we develop but and Mauritius is small. The same people, or same family, same way of thinking, and it doesn't change over mm. the years.
2: Do you want to say a bit more about maybe the unique aspects of Mauritius that could be prideful about?
4: Something else that makes Mauritius unique is just it's the mountains, and I love hiking in Mauritius. I come the mountain, which wow. is really cool. And just like we have a lot of hidden natural places, like. You can find hidden waterfalls, like secret places. Really? Like, yeah, it's really cool. And not a lot of people talk about that because they're hidden, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You won't find <laughs> it anywhere else. But one thing I like about Mauritius is how developed we are compared to other tropical islands. Uh, we have a lot of new fancy malls. And, like, I was very impressed. A lot of nice cafes, but they're so expensive. Everything became so expensive in Mauritius, but, like, we develop. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something to be proud of.
2: Yeah, I was doing a little bit of reading and apparently Mauritius, because it's sort of strategically located between Africa and Asia, there's a lot of like business and finance.
4: Like you said, um, it's near Africa. A lot of people think it's a part of Africa, but it's not a part of Africa Even on Google, it says it's a part of Africa, but it's not. So it's just something that just, like, bothers me because, like, we're an independent island.
3: So what content is Mauritius part of? Or it's its own, like... I guess it's its its own, Hmm.
4: but, like, if i really had to like say like which continent i guess i would say africa Mm -hmm. but we're really just our own like you know like when people ask what's your ethnicity or whatever like Mm -hmm. i just click other like i'm not gonna click like the african and then so
3: mauritius people for the most part don't really consider themselves to be african
4: yeah no we're not africans
3: in terms of food in mauritius can you tell us a little bit about some of the dishes uh one might expect to eat
4: if you go in a restaurant in mauritius you would find fried noodles boiled noodles fried rice it's fat is everywhere but my favorite is definitely boiled noodles it's just so good i think that's mostly like the main Mauritian foods but we also have a lot of like, mixed like from different cultures mm-hmm. so it's very diverse we have like chinese food or european or even indian like we have our own version of biryani, like Mauritian biryani. it's not spicy that's the difference Interesting. and we also have like uh snacks for example, there's a chili cake. It's it's really good, it's like very popular. You just you eat it with tea.
3: And can you tell a little bit about that diverse mix of cultures that you'd find in Mauritius? You said you know, there's Indian inspired dishes and Chinese as well. Is that due to the makeup of the people that live there?
4: Yes, it is. Like we don't have like one specific like Mauritian like community. Mm-hmm. We have ancestors I guess from India, China and even from Africa. So it's very diverse in Mauritius, different religions and cultures.
2: Do you think there's a song that you can uh, recommend to us? I
4: have one song. It's called Batsega, which means, like, hit Sega.
3: Well, we're going to take a listen to Batsega and we'll be back on Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM.
5: Bat Sega, Bat Sega. C'est gâteau de fille à nous danser, c'est gâteau fille à moi qu'on est. Pour beaucoup de qui passent, on est au motif tropical. Après, on a mais pour rentrer, on nous ça à sauter. C'est gâteau fille à nous danser, c'est gâteau fille à moi qu'on Une qui passait en des
2: Hello and welcome back to Tracks From Abroad. Today we're speaking with Haney from Mauritius. And while we were just taking a little break here, Seth was showing you a, a Canadian Mauritian band. Could you tell us a bit about how you've heard of this band?
4: Yes, yeah, so the band is called Blue Bay. And actually my dad's friend is in that band. So they just create their own Sega music and sometimes they play live on Facebook. And that's how I know them from.
2: So what instrument does he play in the band?
4: So he plays a tambourine, but um, our main instrument in Sega music is a drum called Mahavan, and I love the sound of Mahavan, and it makes Sega music very unique in Mauritius. Can you talk
3: about Sega music a little bit more, like why it's so big in Mauritius, like why do people love it?
4: I think SEGA music really brings the community together, especially in parties and weddings. It's when everyone dances and it's when everyone's happy with SEGA music. But there's also like the soothing, nice, calming mm-hmm. SEGA music that you can listen to like at the beach during sunset time. So I think we have different types of SEGA music and it makes it really unique in Mauritius.
3: Besides SEGA music, are there any other types of music that are extremely popular in Mauritius?
4: There's a lot of DJs in Mauritius and it's like all the teens, it's when they gather at nightclubs and the DJs are very famous and they make their own music and that actually what inspired me to learn DJ and funnily enough, I met Razak, who is a DJ.
2: And volunteer coordinator at CIUT. Yes, exactly.
4: (laughs) And then he told me um, about CIUT and it's how I came here. Right and he made me a volunteer.
3: And what have you been doing for the radio station? What are some of your tasks as a volunteer?
4: I started off in the marketing team. Um, Rizak just gave us tasks, and we would just, like, make posts or something for the Instagram. Um, I even filmed a video on how to get to the radio station, and that video, like, got a lot of views. But now I want to focus more on maybe the podcast or, like, something different other than marketing
2: is there any overlap with those skills and djing like do you get knowledge of like how to work with sound or
4: um well razak is just teaching me dj (laughs) he's teaching me how to dj so
2: yeah what have you enjoyed
3: about djing thus far
4: it makes me really proud of myself like the transitions i can do and learning something new and i love listening to latin music more so i just make kind of remixes
3: amazing Well, in that case, can you recommend us a final Mauritian song that maybe we'd hear in one of your DJ sets?
2: Or we'd hear at like a Mauritian DJ set.
4: Yeah, so my favorite DJ is called Avi S, and he's really good. And the singer called Big Frankie is really popular in Mauritius. All his songs are amazing, and all the Mauritian teens love him so much. And he actually went on a tour. Um, He came here in Canada and Australia. And he's really amazing. And I think the DJs are really talented. They make their own music. And I think it's pretty impressive, especially in a, from a small island in Mauritius.
2: you want to intro the song here? Um, Quite the yeah, title. the
4: song is called Zori Ralev Tan, which means pretty tanned lips by Big Frankie and Avias.
2: Well, we'll have a listen to some music by famous Mauritian DJs. And before we do that, we just want to thank you again, Haney, for coming on and talking to us. Thank you
4: very this. much. This was amazing.
3: You're listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT eighty-nine point five FM. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fa so so body, the combines of cinema. Men's a fake a photo. La kapa femou le ketu sali. I batte kou mantambou damo la tete li fye pau. ou la maritian, 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 maritian. Celila le tan 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 le kita. Je ne dans les mon m'a Je dans qu'il mon Ouais on va faire les pia chu chu nous on s'alle quand il y a pas de tantin sali tu ne tu ne peux pas passer les les and we ne la faille juste moi côté toi tous les démons sans qui nous cocom le continue c'est maman papa c'est son babou connaissent ce qui est en derrière toi tantan litita tantita
3: Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad on CAUT 89.5 FM. My name is Seth and I'm here with my co-host, Alex. And uh, one of the interesting things that Haney actually told us kind of after we had conducted our interview, which I was a little disappointed in, (laughs) was uh, how big into uh, football and and specifically the Premier League that people in Mauritius, um, you know, are interested in. Mm -hmm. And she was telling us that the island is basically split into two. Half of the island supports Liverpool, and half of the island supports Man United. And being a big, you know, football fan myself, I'm an Arsenal fan though. So I gotta shout out the the Gunners who just uh, who just beat Liverpool on uh, on what was it yesterday? Sounds right. On Sunday morning, yeah. Um, but I was really interested to see that you know that influence of. Of football kind of reaches that far I never would have guessed Yeah
2: Yeah she mentioned that there was a Recent compound That was developed in Mauritius to To train Future Mauritian football players Yeah like a Liverpool
3: training academy Yeah I don't know any famous Mauritian uh, Football players Yeah I mean Anyone can play the game So you gotta find talent somewhere There's the AFCON Cup uh, The AFCON cup That's taking place right now Right So
2: I don't know how How well Mauritius has done but maybe in 20 years by the time that that compound has generated yeah uh, has had its effect we'll be hearing about some Mauritian football players for sure now I'm not sure how to do the segue so I'll just say coming up next in the in the following musical segment here we're going to listen to a couple of different songs we have one song by Kaya not the Bob Marley album but the Mauritian artist who as you'd probably suspect was inspired a lot by Bob Marley and the, you know, the, he felt that the struggles that Bob Marley and the Jamaican people were going through mm-hmm. uh, reflected the struggles of the Mauritian Creole people. And so he adopted uh, Bob Marley's politics, his, his sort of style of music, and blended it with Mauritian Sega music to create the perfectly named genre Sega. So mm-hmm. we'll hear that coming up uh, in a couple songs from now. But first, we're going to have another song by... Canadian band, the Blue Bay Band. Blue Bay Band,
3: which uh, again you heard in the interview that uh, Haney's dad's friend friend plays in. Um, But yeah, they are a band playing here in Toronto that uh, you know have Mauritian influences, play Sega, rock, pop, Mm -hmm. a a big uh, a big mix of of different styles, Mm -hmm. and uh, bring that. Mauritian flavor to Canada mm-hmm. and it actually turns out that uh Mauritius has not been in the AFCON Cup this, <laughs> this year so yeah we're waiting for the
2: compound thing to work <laughs> yeah, out yeah yeah that, that'll that's a long-term goal right there but yeah uh this is Tracks from Abroad we're gonna hear a couple of uh, Mauritian songs coming up next some Sege some uh Canadian Mauritian music uh don't go anywhere we'll be right back after a couple more songs Hello and welcome back to Tracks from Abroad I'm Alex, I'm with Seth And as we mentioned at the top of the hour This is the 100th episode of Tracks from Abroad Seth and I were actually here We just joined at around the 81st episode It was our first So we thought we'd bring someone who's been here since around the 30th It's CIUT's very own volunteer coordinator Man of the hour Former TFA guest Former TFA guest Razak Naruni
6: thank you so much for having me yeah it's um it's awesome to be here you guys are absolutely amazing such a brilliant community on the university of toronto campus and wow congratulations 100 episodes i remember um back in the day no i'm joking (laughs) it was only like last year i came on the show and jesse interviewed me and it's just been such a surreal experience watching the growth of the entire tracks from broad team seeing the expansion And this beautiful community of people, members that come every Monday at 6 to 7 p.m. on CIUT 89.5 FM. So hats off to you all.
2: Mm -hmm. And what would you say has been, have you seen like a bit of a development change over time in Tracks from Abroad?
6: I definitely have um, in terms of not just the show production quality, Mm -hmm. but in terms of just the expansion of the members of the show, each member that is a host of, on the show or has their own brand new role or designation they bring so much character and personality mm. onto the show which is phenomenal you know i love uh interacting with all the members of the team um getting to hang out with you know for example outside in the studio we have uh rosa you know we have our board <laughs> right here we have alexander Seth, absolute legends so it's it's great thank always you. amazing energy
2: yeah thank you so much and Eventually, like uh, you know, next year some some of the team might turn over. If someone wants to get involved in tracks from abroad, they just ma- uh, email you. Is that right?
6: Yeah, absolutely. You can email me, and I can help get that set up. But again, congratulations! One hundred episodes—that is an unbelievable milestone. Thank congratulations. you. Congratulations.
2: Thank you, thank you very much. See and of course, as cliche as it is, thank you to all of our listeners. Of course. Who yes.
6: We would be nothing without you. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> we
2: would
3: just be. Uh, Broadcasting to empty years. Exactly.
2: Exactly. So, that's going to wrap it up for tracks from abroad this week. If you want to do the the official thanks to the crew, Seth, this is your yes, you of can, course. Yeah. Like
3: Razak mentioned, you know we can't do this show without the incredible team here at Tracks from Abroad. We have in the studio with us today our board Tech Matthew and director Rosa, as well as director Elgibeta. And we have our editor Simon, social media managers, Akshita and Isabella. And, yeah, we just want to say thank you because, you know, 100 episodes and 20 for us as a team, but Mm. in general to take that on and, you know, we hope for 100 episodes more.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to give your voice a rest, Seth. It sounds like it's about to give out. So, uh, again, yep, thanks for listening. Next up is going to be Indigenous Waves from 7 to 8. And that's been it for us tonight. Have a good night, everyone.
6: Thank you so much.